Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck, four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. Thumbs up. That's for darn sure. I got a picture of humans picking mushrooms what? in southern Missouri. What? what kind of mushrooms? Morels. This is two pictures I've got from two different people. I guess it's been spring down that way or something. They've had rain and moisture and warm weather, and it's like a whole different universe there on the Arkansas line. Wow, I mean that's just hard to believe. Well, yeah, I have is. to, I have March. to see that. Well, I saw the picture. I mean, it's been, only March first. I mean, yeah, that's, and it might be last year's picture because I'm pretty gullible, you know. But boy, got my heart beating just Ew. a little bit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a morel mushroom. But yeah, I mean we're five, six weeks away from that here. Boy, I don't look good though for us. Yeah, it's just oh, too it's dry. just so dry. Yeah. You know, I had a guy ask me the other day, he said, what would Tobin do for his laundress time of year? And I said, I don't know. I'll ask him on air. This time, put your fertilizer and crabgrass pre-emergent Is on. Is it already that time? It's that time, yeah. And, of course, you've got the little pesky winter annual weeds that have starting to show their ugly little heads. Uh-huh. Chickweed and henbit and dandelions are there. So this is a good time to take care of them. They're they're pretty vulnerable right now, so get your broadleaf weed killer on. Get them, huh? Yep. Hate you hate them? You hate weeds? I you know I absolutely do. How um, about moles? You hate moles? I knew probably that. more. Well, I don't know. I hate moles and I hate weeds. Um, it just makes me happy to go out and kill them. You're a strange Both person. Moles and speaking weeds. of killing, the boys on the snow goose field up in northwest Missouri around Squaw Creek have uh, pretty well, uh, the birds pretty well went on through. Did they? Uh, yeah, about 80% of them, I'd say, are gone, or maybe even 90% of them are gone. But what's left is juveniles. <coughs> Excuse me. And those juveniles are so stupid. They're just amazing bird. And you shoot into the flock of juvies, and sometimes they go out there in the field and turn around and come right back and give you time to reload. Oh, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what I need. Get them again on the deal. <laughs> so it's just... Uh, I don't know, you know, the weirdest year. I, I ran into, and I can't, I probably shouldn't say this. Probably won't say it. Eh, I better not. I ran into a little trick that I think is working exceptionally well really? on the snow geese. And uh, so next Saturday, if people will ask me when we're at the open, I will talk to them about it. But I'm not going to say that. I think I can get away with this for a couple of years before everybody goes, oh. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like a new crappie jig. Oh, yeah, you don't, no, don't no, want to spread that rumor yeah, too, too quick. Boy, speaking of crappie, I, I don't know if this guy is out of, uh, oh, golly, I'm old. I forget things. Boy, I'm old. <laughs> I just turned 73. When's your birthday? March 4th? Yeah, Monday. Monday? Right. Whoa. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't too far off. No. March 4th. Exactly, yeah. You're just hitting your stride now. Yeah, that's. You're that's a right. young fella yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, a soldier does. It marches forth. Oh. That's how you remember. And hits his stride. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, crappie. Well, I'm seeing, did you see uh, the, 
the picture that Dusty Ensley sent me of the crappie he caught last week? Oh, he don't don't like me. He doesn't send me anything. Oh, my gosh. He... uh, this was Tuesday, you know, before that weather changed, mm-hmm. and he went down to, to Lake of the Ozarks, and he knew wow. that when that wind, you know, it was yeah. forecast to get that real hot, high winds coming, yeah. but Tuesday morning it was flat glass calm, and he knew uh, that it would be tough until that wind started blowing. Sure enough, it, uh, they struggled to get some fish until right at uh, about 11, the wind started picking up, and he said within 10 minutes after that wind, wind. started to blow up. There was three of them in the boat, and they were catching fish every cast. They wound up with over 100 fish in two and a half hours. Um, wow. And they they were fishing for crappie, and then they'd go out to the point in this cove they were fishing, and they'd catch white bass, and then they'd go back and fish in between these docks and catch fish, and then they'd go back to the point and catch poor more fellas. I know. But poor, poor But fellas. keep that in mind, this time of year especially, if you had some warm weather like we have had, yeah. and you get a front change like that, and you get the wind blowing, boy, I tell you, it really gets them going. It ought to be uh, <clears throat> today, which weatherman you listen to, but it's going to be 70-something. Yeah, and tomorrow's supposed to be quite windy. So, Oh. You know, it, it, it can make things a little tough, but, boy, it can sure, it can sure isolate some fish on those windy banks, and, it, mm. and they can really get the feed bag going. So uh, <laughs> that would be a good time to be Ooh, there. Ooh, yeah. You have to lie to the boss or whatever it takes, but you got to be there. Yeah. What, uh, are they shocking the walleye blow the dam at Truman? I, don't, I haven't heard yet, but I think it's still a little early. I, they haven't been running water very consistently, but they are catching some fish up there. But they're just, there's just a few. I don't think you can go down there and, and limit out. Uh, you know, maybe a, 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 a angler or two can do that. But on average, you know, if you catch one or two, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. But so I don't think they're up there in the numbers yet. So I know when I went, but that was back in 2017, but... That was the third week of, well, it was March 17th when we went down there. St. Patrick's Day. <clears throat> Just at, yeah, Pretty well. right after that. Um, this is the strangest spring, you know. It's, it's not even spring. It's strange uh, winter. Winter. And and here we go, you know, it gets so dark. I had air conditioner on once. <laughs> yeah, and then truck. look, got down into the teens Tuesday night. And then I Wednesday dug out night. my long underwear again, you know, to get them back on. And uh, we go... Man, what's going? I wonder why people are always sick all the time. You I was, know, and sniffling and cold and coughing, and well, it's just the weather. I was just walking out the door yesterday morning and uh, watching Katie Horner on Channel Five, and just as I was walking out the door, she said, "And, and after the break, we'll tell you about uh, a possible snowstorm coming." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear the rest of that. But mm. have you heard anything about? No, it? I, I don't pay much attention either. I don't want any more snow. Why? You don't <laughs> like white. You don't need, Not you know. this time of year. Oh, okay. okay. But uh-huh. now here was starting to snow. About a month ago or so, I was telling you about the drought across the prairie pothole region for the mountains. Uh-uh. It's, they got someplace up there in three and four foot of snow. Oh, is that right? Good. Yeah. And so the baby ducks should um, come on, you know, when the, the season gets right. But uh, that was, I'm telling you, people don't understand how close I think we were to modifying the duck season you know they go from liberal to moderate to what's the other one uh, liberal moderate and whatever gosh i'm old to forget things i'm too old to be doing this <laughs> i'm 73 man i mean but just the barely time go? just barely where did the time go i know it's just amazing and uh, you know everybody says it but it's true the older you get the faster it goes yeah and it, but anyway we're going to have some ducks it looks to me like because that snow is going to melt and it's going to fill up them prairie potholes potholes create habitat 
habitat creates nesting conditions that we have baby ducks. You know, Mother Nature is a fun thing, a weird thing. I was talking to John Devney one day with Delta Waterfowl, and we were talking about mallards and how good of mothers they are, and, and sometimes they, they uh, do two broods if conditions are perfect. And uh, But what the other thing it was is that always stuck in my brain was when the duck numbers are down, instead of the clutch being six eggs, it'll be eight. You know, my, the hen knows. She goes, huh, there's room for more on this deal. And it's just Mother Nature is Mother a Nature thing. is the weirdest darn you know, just can't figure it out. And Mother Nature is the cruelest thing in the world too. Yeah, know? and I'm afraid we might see Mother Nature take care of some of the snow goose problems we have if something had done. Something gotta be done on this, just this electronic million. season isn't working. You know, just it didn't it didn't take ten percent out of the equation. Thirteen point three million or whatever number you want to let one guy says thirteen six, one says thirteen one, I don't know. But anyway, somewhere or another there's too many in the stratosphere. And they're going to get disease. Yeah. Uh, that's the way Mother Nature handles yeah. things. Like foxes, you know, got all that mange and stuff. Well, when this rolls over to the mallard population, that's when somebody's going to have to grab the bull by the horn and say, whoa, wait, 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 wait a minute here. And they're destroying their habitat. Mark, they've that's... got satellite pictures of counties now. Counties, not, I mean, not 100 yards, not a, uh, 100, 100 acres. Counties that are destroyed. And that little weed that they survive on, which looks like a two-leaf clover, they pull it up by the roots. It takes 100 years for it to come back. Wow. 100 years. And you won't be around no, to see it come back. You know. Oh, I will be. You won't. <laughs> but, and our producer will. But aren't we lucky to have such a good producer? Yes, we are. And you bribed him this morning with donuts. <laughs> he hadn't got to have them yet. I, I just barely made it in. And he's thinking. He's thinking. I can tell that smile on his face. He's going, <laughs> I'm going to sneak in there and grab one of them. When he does, pull back a bloody stub. Get a pocket knife out and <laughs> yeah. get him. Say, get back. <laughs> but he wasn't that's, such a nice guy and so good at his job. But yeah, that's, really. yeah, that's Beckett. He's the going to be the, the new star, uh, up-and-coming star here at Sports Radio 810. Beckett is the star. Yeah. He's He's it. I was kidding him a while ago. Beckett, you know, is quite an athlete, and uh, I thought he'd be at the tryouts, you know, for a wide receiver for the Chiefs. But he said he wasn't. I don't understand why. You know, his frame that he's got and the gait he's got. Yeah. And, you know, he can lift up but a he's beard. more of a baseball player, though. Yeah, but he can translate. So's Mahomes. He, well, he's a baseball true. player. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a ball. So what know? do you think, Beckett? What do you think? He, Think you're gonna try out? I'll let those other guys have their moment. You know, I'm retired. So. <laughs> you're retired. Yeah. Where'd you play baseball at? Rockers University. Oh my, they were such stellar juggernaut teams. Oh, Never yeah. get beat. You know, throw no hitters all the time. Have you heard anything about the Royals, Beckett? Uh, what do you mean? Have, are they good this year? We got a, we signed a lot of players, which is something that we don't usually do. Mm-hmm. So um, we're expected to be, you know. In the middle of our division, which is better than the last team in the entire league. So, improvements. It's hard to get less than last yeah. uh, after last ha- season. Uh, wow. Maybe, you know, that's interesting. They might have enough. They might be a sneaky team. Who yeah. knows? We got that new stadium planned, too, in a couple years here down in downtown Kansas City. I'd, never going to happen. You don't think you think it is, don't you? Fingers crossed. Really? Fingers You'd like to see the stadium downtown? I think it would bring so many more people there. There's really? bars and restaurants and places to go, apartments down there. Right now, it's in the middle of nowhere. 
in the middle of the Royal Stadium's in the middle of nowhere. Just right off a highway. And, there's nothing to and, do. Yeah, there's nothing out well, there. Well, just hang out in the parking lot. That's it. There's a gas station and a Taco Bell yeah. right there. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, it'll be strange. You know, are they going to vote on it? Is that what happens now? Yeah, I think that. Uh, you got to vote a bond in or something. Right. Yeah. Is well, it Prop 1? I, no, I, don't, I don't remember now, but the, the the Chiefs and the Royals spend a lot of money advertising this right now. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Hope it makes them happy. Yeah. Hey, we're brought to you by King City Lumber, kingcitylumber.com. Marty and Monty Tunks, the finest humans to walk upright. They're good guys, respectable businessmen. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said, respectable. They are the best. If you want an outbuilding behind your house or your garage or on your lot, or they do steel buildings too, uh, talk to these guys. You aren't going to believe it. And... They will not leave your job until you're 110% satisfied. Been doing this since Moby Dick was a sardine. They're a great company, great people out of King City, Missouri. And they'll give you a bid. If you go to the website, kingcitylumber.com, and take a look. And if you're like me, every time I go there, I end up perusing for about 20 minutes. And if, if you don't see something that you like, uh, they'll help you. They'll help you design anything. Just give them a holler. KingCityLumber.com. And there's a catch to this commercial. Tell them that you heard it here on WHB. We've got to take a little bit of a break. We'll be right back with you. It's just 312. I don't know why. Well, this morning it was 322. I scared me. I said, oh, I'm running out. Oh, I slept in 10 minutes extra. Yeah, I, I uh, don't use an alarm. Yeah, I don't either. So what the heck? Well, we're trying to get a hold of him and see what's going on in the deal. The crappie fishing right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the start of the edge of crappie. So if you can get away to a farm pond, yeah, farm pond might be a little early, but if you can get away to Truman, and you're going to probably get on. If you just fish in the bank, you're probably going to do exceptionally well. But uh, blow the dam at Truman ought to be raising its ugly head here real, real quick as far as quality of walleye. Should get good. And I, I, I'd i like to know if they're shocking yet down there. I really, really would like Seems to Seems a little early, but... They might. Well, I tell well, you, water's early. I mean, things are early. Yeah, well, that's true. I, I was talking to Brian Andrake, and again, uh, deepest sympathies to him and his family and the, the loss of his dad a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and he's, he's really struggling with I'll it. Bet. Really, I'll really bad. Yeah. They were yeah. super Very, close, but uh, buddy, buddy. Yeah. he got back out on the water this past week, and he, he said it's the best he's ever seen. The walleye, the um, 
and the hybrids are just the hybrids. Yeah, just going ballistic right now. If anybody can catch him, it's him. Yeah, oh, no doubt. No uh, doubt he'll put you on the fish. Yeah. Is he booked up a lot? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, yeah. so you can't just pick up the phone. Call no, him but he go. has cancellations. You know, get a hold of him and and get scheduled. He's just a great guy, and like I said, he could he could use some prayers right now and some support because he's he's really struggling. He was so close to his dad. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Um, where's he at, Melford? Uh, Clinton. Clinton. What about the wind? Yeah, <laughs> that, that you know lake how Kansas is, lakes are. Yeah, they can. Well, be a especially Clinton. I, th- you know, it seems to me like it really catches yeah. a lot of wind. Yeah, well, it just seems like all those Kansas lakes. Well, you know, they, they do. Yeah, you know, there's days so, you don't go on them. Like no, Kansas, that's right. You, know, you want some wind, but you, know, you don't want a lot. Yeah, you can you have know, a little bit too much of a good thing. You see a white cap. Yeah, you know, stay off of the. Well, pay water. attention to the forecast, even though they're usually wrong. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Loveless going to join us. He's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We're trying to get a hold of. We're, we're not having any to, any luck with the with guy. Matt, yeah, he, probably, he called me. I don't know why we're not able to get a hold. Uh, of him. Who knows? Yeah, huh. we'll work Strange. through it. Well, we always work through it. You know, nobody, everybody doesn't panic like I do. <laughs> <laughs> He can yeah, call Matt. us. Call us at nine one three three eight ten eight ten. How'd that be? Yeah, if you're nine one three three eight ten eight ten. He's somehow the uh, maybe there's a squirrel ate the line in two out here or something. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I turned seventy three on what, what day was it? Wednesday. I got out of bed that morning. My phone was ringing. It's rang for two days. Why? People saying happy birthday to me. Oh. <laughs> they were the, the nicest humans. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, you don't realize how many friends you got until that kind of happens. And, then, of course, with the Facebook and stuff. But uh, I wrote thanks, I, I bet, a million times, it seemed like, to reply to them. I think I had 280-some, had 60-some calls. And uh, it was crazy. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know you that many people. Knew I didn't you. either. I think I knew five people. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly right. Kurtz was the first one. You know, we yeah. gotta get Kelly on. We gotta talk turkeys. Well, he's gonna bring us some pickled fish too. He's got pickled fish, and I I, I went up there to literally pick it up from him, and somehow I got sidetracked and I ended up somewhere else. But anyway, we'll, we'll do. I want to eat this. I want to try this pickled. Oh, fish. I do too. Have you? Ever, you never have eaten it. No. Have you? No. He told me on the phone. He said, "You either love it or hate it." Well, I want to. I'll make that decision. Yeah. Okay. So we got our guy. All right, joining us on the phone right now, new sponsor to the show. He's Matt Finney with Finney Construction, and he has a product that is really revolutionary. Matt, good morning. Tell me about this uh, central boiler outdoor furnace. This thing sounds really amazing. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, sure. sorry about that. I don't know what was going on here. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know how come we couldn't get to you from the studio, but thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I heard you talking about me, and I'm like, uh-oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heck. talk about a lot of people. It's usually isn't good. That's a heck of a way to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> we behind your back. You know, talk about so, yeah. Well, anyway, I uh, so I sell uh, service and install uh, central boiler heating systems. They're outdoor wood boilers. Uh, we also have uh, uh, corn and pellet burners as well. Really? Wow, cool! But uh, the uh, the the system itself it, it 
it's set up outside of your house. It's a you know self-contained system. It's got um, anywhere from a couple hundred to 400 gallons of water in it, and you burn any kind of wood in it. Nice thing about these is you know you can burn you know wood that you wouldn't necessarily want to burn in your house. Um, you can burn you can burn those in in these and you know. And BT, even if the BTUs are different, you're still getting the same the same uh, wood heat that's transferred to water because that water stays at 185 degrees all the time. Wow! And and that's pumped inside uh, your house through uh, insulated pipe underground. And that stuff is really nice. That that you lose a lot of if you don't have quality uh, insulated pipe in the ground, you'll lose a lot of heat in the ground, you know, transferring that into your house. So, or any structure, Sure. but, uh, and this stuff is called thermopex and central boiler cells. And, um, it won't, if you have it on top of the ground, it won't even melt snow. Really? Yeah. What? So Good stuff. That insulated. Stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you pump that into the house and you got lots of different options once you get it into the house. You can tie it into an existing HVAC unit if you already have uh, central air. Um, wow! Uh, you just you put a heat exchanger up above your furnace and and put in a separate thermostat. And whenever the whenever your your house calls for heat, your new thermostat calls for heat, it tells the fan in your in your existing unit to kick on without kicking on the actual furnace. So it just blows the air through the heat exchanger that's got hot water running through it and heats up your house. So. They're really nice for, uh, especially electric homes. My yeah. myself, I have a uh, I have ground source heat pump with electric backup. Ground source is great most of the year, but during the winter time when it's real cold, it just doesn't keep up. It takes me about an hour to heat one degree in my house. I got about thirty five hundred square feet. That's unreal. Um, so so with a boiler, that water coming in at one hundred and eighty five degrees. It will heat it up in 15 minutes. Dang! And so it's it's hot. It's hot, hot heat coming out of the register, which is nice. You always feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, there's nothing like this. Is based off wood heat, then? Yes. Or if you have the pellet uh, or corn burning version, you, know, you can burn either or in, a, in the Maxim model. The uh, the the wood heat uh, versions are called classic, and then also a, a classic edge. HDX models, so the two different styles. The, the Edge HDX models, they are, uh, they have a secondary burn chamber, uh, EPA rated over ninety over ninety percent efficient. Wow! And uh, you can you can uh, you can burn basically for the same amount of wood you have in the older style boiler, which we also sell those brand new yet. But the uh, the new ones, you'll get double the burn time out of the same amount of wood that you would have in your older style boiler. So it's really nice for guys like me who I'm gone for 24 hours at a time regularly. So I just load it up so my wife doesn't have to mess with it, and then I'll come back. I can usually get uh, 36 hours or more out of my boiler. Wow. wow. That's unbelievable. That makes it a lot so, easier. You know, and I saw... It takes, me, it takes me maybe five, minute, or five minutes to get it loaded and just kind of get it prepped, you know, before I leave for work. Wow. It's an amazing product. Yeah. And, and they're attractive now. It used to be they were kind of an eyesore sitting out there outside of your house, you know. Now they're, they're pretty darn attractive looking units. And, you know, the hardest check to write at the end of every month is the one to Evergy. 
<laughs> I know it. I yeah. think, you or, know, it, yeah. it really is. I don't know what it is, I psychological know. or what it is. I appreciate right. them. They're good company. They're good be- humans. But, boy, it's just so hard and it for gets, to write that check to getting them people. more expensive and more expensive. Too. Yeah. And, and the propane bills, you know, that's that's no fun either, getting that propane tank filled up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting ridiculous. Natural gas <laughs> getting high, too. Yeah. So everything you use, you know, so. We'll uh, be talking to you more and more and more as we get along with this darn thing. So if they want to get a hold of you in regards to uh, doing this, what do they do? Uh, you can call me at uh, my phone number, 816-383-1385. Or you can check us out on uh, our website. It's sunriseheatingboilers.com. So the the business the boiler side of my business is sunrise heating but i but i do a lot of i do most of my work is finny construction so yeah um, but uh the one also another great thing about these systems is you can heat you can transfer heat to your water heater or your hot tub a pool anything like that oh my so, goodness. so well, that's uh, just... you, it's not it's not limited to just heating a structure you can and i, I save uh just between my wa- my water heater and my hot tub i save um about about $180 a month. Wow, that's Good. significant. 100, 100, anywhere from $160 to $180 a month. Right. Wow. Just, you just, can't beat just that. on that alone. Yeah. And uh, now if somebody wants this unit, you'll come and tell them and show them how and where and when and how and oh, all yeah. that stuff. So. Yes, sir. I, uh, I I travel all over the northwest Missouri. Actually, it's myself and uh, my business partner, a buddy of mine I was in, in the Army with. His name is uh, Stephen Barr. And... Uh, we we do this together. Cool. I uh, but we he lives down in the Savannah area, and I live a little further north. Mm-hmm. So uh, we uh, we all over the northwest Missouri, or even into Kansas and Iowa, Nebraska. We'll we'll uh, give us a call. We'll kind of ask you some questions about what you're what you're wanting to heat. You know um, what your house is like, and cool. and um, give you some ideas. And then if we need to come out, check it out for you, and then man, uh, give you some. And give you some uh, your options. Did you tell me that these are so efficient they even burn the smoke that is created from yeah. the wood? <laughs> so that's why the that's why the new ones um, are so efficient is because the for, the smoke is forced down into uh, a secondary burn chamber and, and air is added to it because people may or may not know this smoke is just unburnt fuel uh-huh. and uh, so it's superheated so when you add air to it it'll ignite and then you burn that extra fuel and that's why. Um, that's why you get the extra burn time out of it because you're not just losing that out the chimney. And wow. these are Wi-Fi accessible, so you can keep you can monitor what it's doing on your phone. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I monitor mine from anywhere in the country. Wow. Isn't that unreal? Wow. Matter of fact, I was a great product. I was overseas and I was checking on it. Uh, well, one point, uh, well, wow. a couple years ago. Eight one six three eight three one three eight five. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And the website again, it's Sunrise Heating. What is that? Sunrise Heating. Sunriseheatingboilers.com. Wow. Okay. I'm looking forward. You're going to be with us for about a month on the sponsor thing. And, ladies and gentlemen, these are the real deal. This yeah. is this is serious as a heart attack. You want to save some money, make another bass boat payment. Wouldn't that be big? Yeah, well, absolutely. You, you save enough money to do yeah, that. The, the company does offer financing, which is nice as well. So, oh, it's, it, you know, cool. the upfront cost is a little, you know, out of your price range immediately. The uh, the financing terms are, are very acceptable. And I have several people that have done that. And 
they're great to work with. So. All right. Well, Matt, Matt thank you, sir. Human. Check them out, sunriseheatingboiler.com. Thank you, Matt. We will talk to you right, again. Th- thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. Okay, right. Thank you. You're Good. listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We'll take a little break. We'll be right back with you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We are proudly sponsored by HSM Ammunition. If you've not shot this, I was just telling Mark in a break. I went down to the range the other night and shot, and I thought I was really goofing up. And I was putting bullet hole basically into bullet hole, and I had the range set up at 200 yards. That low recoil, Mark, you, you can't. it makes everybody a better shot. Because you don't realize how much you're getting beat up. Yeah, right. And and, and you get ready. You probably flinch just flinch, a little bit more yeah. than you think you are. Yeah, and that's about like shooting a twenty. Well, not like a twenty-two, but it's it's higher than twenty-two as far as recoil. But boy, but almost half. Yeah. supposedly of yeah. And, and it's just so accurate, you know. And I'm not yeah, a good shot with a rifle. I'm I'm not, and everybody knows. It, but gee whiz, I mean, when I can dot into the dot into the dot into the <laughs> dot, that's pretty darn good. Heck yeah. Yeah, well, ladies and gentlemen, next time you uh, stock up for HM, you can get it at Cabela's, uh, Great Guns, uh, around any of the marts will have it, Midway will have it, wherever you get your ammunition from. This is 110% endorsed by me. This is the greatest product I've, I've ever shot out of my rifle. I got a Savage barrel, and it likes the bullets. That's the whole thing. Man, it made me a good shot again, you know, on the deal. So, hey, we got the Kansas Open coming up. Yeah, the Open Season Sportsman's Expo starts a week from yesterday. It's uh, the 8th, 9th, and 10th uh, over there at the Overland Park Convention Center. Parking is free out there. You can't, can't beat, beat that. that. Yeah. Uh, if you, you can still get tickets in advance. Uh, one day adult is $10. Kids under 12 are free. If you buy tickets at the door, it's $15. The kids are still free. One of the keynote speakers that will be there and worth the mo- the the, uh, the money for the entry is Fred Ramsey and Joe Falco. You'll be out there talking ducks. Next uh, Saturday at noon, isn't it? That's right. Next Saturday at noon. And uh, you, you get to talking about ducks with Joe Falco, and that just quacks me up. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and you might give a snow, a snow goose tip. I might if 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 conditions are right. If there's nice people, we we'll only have three or four people sit down at our oh, seminar, you know. So what the hey? <laughs> but but yeah, it yeah, I love. You know, if I'm not hunting ducks, I want to talk about it. Yeah, that's the way I am. I'm a duckaholic. I'm proud of it. You know, the darn thing. Well, so that would be, be good. A this lot of be good, good speakers. Byron Ferguson's going to be there. The the archery trick yep. shooter. I mean, he's just he's just amazing. You got to see him in person. See it to believe it. Yeah, just great. So. Put that on your calendar next weekend, starting on Friday, uh, March 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Overland Park Convention Center. And joining us on the phone right now, our good friend, he's the secretary of the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks, the one and only Mr. Brad Loveless. Thank you for being with us again, Brad. How are you doing? I'm great. Uh, Great, but we should be fishing instead of talking. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was just talking to Brian Andreka, uh, Kansas Angling Experience, last night, and he's had an unbelievable week of catching walleye and saugers out mm-hmm. there on Clinton. Uh, that sounds yep. like they're they're getting active. When yep. do you guys start collecting them for for spawning? Actually, um, great timing for your question. Monday we're starting wow. for our our. Um, so we start with sauger a little bit earlier than the walleye. They come on a little bit faster. And we're actually starting, I was supposed to be out 
Monday morning with some helping them up at Perry, except for the legislature is still going. I've got to be uh, working with them. So I'm hoping to get out late this coming week uh, with them on Perry to help with the Sauger collection, and that kicks off our whole our whole season. Sauger first, while I come a little bit later, and then uh, and we're rolling. It's here. Mm, so it's what happened? Here, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So uh, this, I don't know if this is a question that you can answer, but I, I was wondering, especially on these these bigger reservoirs, is there any way to know what percentage of a fish population gets caught every year? I mean, let's just say crappie, for example. Do you know uh, how many of that current population gets harvested every year? Yeah, so what the way we manage those big lakes, I mean, you can try to do a population estimate and then um, based on a creel survey, determine what percentage of fish are harvested. Um, and we occasionally do that, and I can give you some examples of that if you want. But ordinarily what we do across the state is we use standard survey methods year after year, same effort on, on each reservoir. And we compare year-to-year trends. That's more valuable to us, easier to manage by that. So we're looking at changes in the population, both both the size and the the and the numbers of different species of fish. And from year to year, we we can pretty well figure out what our our uh, the effort and the length limits, creel limits are going to do, and and we make adjustments based on that most often. So. So while we can't tell you how many white crappie are in Clinton, we can tell you where we're at compared to how we were over the last 10 or, you know, longer than that, 20, 30 years. And then that's what we base our our understanding of how many fish are getting taken out, high, low, how it's impacting the, the population. And then we make our, our regulations based on that. And it works pretty well. We the, the beauty of those long-term sampling, and this happens on the wildlife side too, is that you develop confidence over time um, based on those those consistent numbers year after year, and uh, and we feel pretty comfortable, pretty confident of of what's going on in the reservoir, species by species, based on that. You know, the reason I ask, I, I think about smaller bodies of water, you know, like ponds, and you can mm-hmm. definitely overfish those and fish them out. Right. And now with the advent of the live scope, and it seems like it's a little bit maybe maybe easier to get a limit of fish than it used to be. And I, I just it just made me curious to to think or wonder if if you can overfish a population of fish yeah. now. Yeah. So typically in our large reservoirs, it's pretty hard to do that. But there are exceptions. So with crop, you mentioned those. Those are typically very very highly reproductive, um, and generally the reason why we have such high krill limits so many places is because uh, we're, we're blessed with really good quality habitat here in Kansas, and we typically have high reproductive rates, and it's hard to overfish a crappie population. I know you see you're out there, the crappie are, are doing great, people are catching their limit, and you're saying, man, oh, man, this isn't right. They're taking away too many fish, but... With crappie in particular, it's hard to do that because they grow so fast, they reproduce so highly on most years um, that it's hard to do that. But we do have examples when, and you've even witnessed this, and I'll tell you what the evidence is, 
And we have examples of certain species, walleye is one of them, where you can target them at certain times. You know, they get active, they get concentrated. A lot of fishermen get on them, and you can see the impact of angling, and here's how. When we do a slot length limit, say we're protecting 12-inch to 20-inch walleye, or or typically with walleye be a minimum, uh, 20-inch minimum limit. We want those fish to grow and have a chance to get up to reproductive size before they're taken out. And you'll occasionally, we've seen this picking of smaller impoundments where people complain, well, you've got, like, we used to do an 18-inch limit on walleye a lot. Um, and people complain, you got an 18-inch limit on that, and and I can't catch anything over 18. You know, well, when we put a, a, a length limit like that on it, we typically do it because growth rates are good, and we know fish are quickly getting up to that level. And the reason why you're not catching anything over 18 is everybody's jerking them out as soon as they as soon as they yeah. crawl up over 18 inches, there's a lot of pressure, and and uh, people are catching a lot of fish. I've had times where people say, and they complain, I was out fishing all day, I caught, I, I must have caught 80 walleye, I only caught two keepers. <laughs> well, you had a great day, you caught 80 walleye. Yeah, right. Yeah. As soon as they get over 18, they're in, in you know, being clean. And uh, so, so that's a time where you can tell yourself, all right, there's a lot of pressure on these fish, and they're getting removed because you're hard to catch any over the limit. But you can bet the next year you've got those fish moving right past 18 inches, and because uh, they're healthy, they're getting taken out. People are enjoying them at home as well as on the lake, but they're still catching a lot of fish, and that's our goal. Well, that's definitely one of my favorite fish to eat is walleye, but I believe my favorite fish would be, and I think you would agree with you, Fred, a bluegill. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't think there's anything oh, better than a than Sweet meat. Yeah, right. It's like oh. sugar in it. Yeah. Are, are there any, any good places in the state of Kansas to catch uh, cleanable or flayable size bluegill? Oh, yeah, there are. I, I mentioned to you guys before that the fishing guide comes out on the next edition of the Wildlife and Parks magazine. Best bargain around. Very cheap, very inexpensive for a whole year's subscription. But in that next edition coming out, rates all our lakes across the state, and, and bluegill are one of the popular species, and I couldn't agree with you more. I love eating them. I think they have oh, that sweet quality. You mentioned. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so we rate those, but, but the other thing, let me mention an underutilized resource. We, of course, everybody is familiar with our walk-in hunting program, over a million acres, um, lots of quality habitat out there that people come from all across the country to enjoy, um, but we also have walk-in fishing, and that's in our guide also. And it's those oftentimes ponds, smaller impoundments, that are terrific. We have plenty of our bigger, especially state fishing lakes, that can be high quality. I mean, um, just unbelievable bluegill fishing. And uh, uh, and I've, I've enjoyed that, and a lot, of, a lot of folks do. But those farm ponds, of course, you guys know like I do, between bass and bluegill, that's a terrific resource. And we've got a lot of them, and they're underutilized. And uh, that's the place I'd go between those small state fishing lakes scattered all across the state and also those farm ponds. Man, oh, man, I'm with you. I love catching bluegills. And that's a lot of that's just accessible by foot, is it not? I mean, you don't have to have a boat to fish a lot of those places, do you? Oh, absolutely. In fact, the rule on those, and this trips up some people who love to fish out of boats, it's, it's, it's walking access only. So... So we don't want to impact. We appreciate those landowners 
sharing their, their, their water and their land with us, but we don't want to infringe on their rights. So, so it's walking only. But if you have a, a kayak, you know, that you can, um, you can carry in, you're welcome to use that, but you just can't drive in. Um, but I know, I know lots of people that specialize in, uh, those, using those fishing kayaks. They'll have them on wheels or they'll have them light enough they can carry in. And they, they, it's like a dream come true when they get on these lakes because our, our, um, fish biologists, uh, are fishermen also. And the reason why they, uh, they pick those lakes, um, and those ponds to, to pay for, you know, the public to get access on is because they're great fishing. They don't, just because it's a, a, a pond doesn't mean they're going to put it in the program. They put it in because it's got a high quality fishery. And so you should take those seriously and take advantage of those walk-in ponds. How do people get information on where they can access these places? So that's on our, we, we have handouts, uh, that are, are the same as those walk-in fishing guides. They have, I'm sorry, walk-in hunting guides. We have walk-in fishing guides right with those. So you can look on there and then, and if you aren't finding those, look on our website. We've got that information there also. It's digitized on our website, but at all of our offices and, and we'll mail them to you also if you, if you write to us, um, and send you those, those walk-in guides. And when's this issue of the Wildlife and Parks magazine going to come out that, that rates everything? So it's our next one. It should be out within a month. And uh, if you also, if you get on our website, I think it's like, gosh, it's like $14 a year for six issues. And it's packful oh. information. Of course, oh. this one coming up is my favorite one because it's got data on, the, you know, all our state fishing lakes as well as all the big reservoirs in the state. You mentioned Clinton. We've got so many reservoirs in this eastern part of the state that are just high quality, um, and, and that's your guide. I mean, don't go to to Reservoir A if Reservoir B, a few miles further, you know, has a, has exactly what you're trying to catch. And you mentioned walleye and and uh, sog guy heating up. I'm hearing exactly the same thing right now. People are starting to catch those and uh, doing really really well, but. That guide tells you where the biggest ones are, where our highest populations are, and it rates all of those across the state. What's the website address? So um, ksoutdoors.com is our website, and you get on there and you can get any information you need. And, and also you can call any of our offices. Our numbers are on there also. Uh, if, if you're not seeing something and you need help, we've got lots of people that want to help you get what you need, uh, whether it's walking guides licenses, you know, or, or information on specific reservoirs. So that's where I go to get the uh, the magazine subscription? Yep, yep, exactly. It's right there also. And it's a great gift. I give it automatically to my brothers. I'm a cheapskate, so <laughs> I give it that to my brothers every year, and uh, they love it. And uh, so so uh, a, a wonderful idea. Brad, I got, got to interrupt you. We're talking fishing, but I, I ran into a gentleman at the walk-in hunting on quail. And he, I don't know how that all works, but you, you guys have done a wonderful job on that. And he got permission to go on some private ground. It was the best quail he'd ever had in his entire life. Dang. He had like four <laughs> cubby rises one morning, three that afternoon. They all limited out. And he said, that Kansas Wildlife and Park's got it going on. He said, and he jumped, he said, a mule deer. He was out west somewhere. And they jumped a big mm-hmm. mule deer. It says one of the biggest what, mule deer he's ever seen in his life. And he said, here that is, oh. basically open to the public. 
And I, right. said, I said, you know, Kansas has just got it going on. That's as simple as it can make a statement. They they want people to enjoy the great outdoors, and they're doing they're busting their butt just to get quality fishery, quality hunting in the state of Kansas. And, and I don't know if anybody else is there, but I tip my hat to you guys. You guys have done a wonderful job. Oh, it's you're you're right. Our our biologists work very hard um, to to you know knock on doors, um, and then of course. We're we're ninety eight percent privately owned in Kansas, um, almost one of the lowest um, states in the country in terms of the number of, mm-hmm. of public uh, acres we own. So we rely on that walk in program, like I said, over a million acres, and and landowners be generous. We compensate them, of course, but sure. then um, to allow the public to come on, and uh, and it is a wonderful resource. I. We had a conversation in the legislature the other day, and a person said, well, you know, those walk-in grounds, you know, after the first day, they're all hunted out. And mm-hmm. then, then we had a couple people stand up and testified in that committee saying, I hunt those all year round. I hunt walk-in exclusively, and my favorite time is January, right, because the hunters are done, they've had their way with it, and the birds are still there. Mm-hmm. So they, they are. We, we lease those based on the high-quality habitat. And you know, like I do, high-quality habitat holds birds, you know, clear through the season. And so uh, it's, a, it's a great resource, and we encourage people to come out and use it. I have people across the country, when I'm in meetings, they'll say, I, I got my walk-in hunting guide because we mail them out to people if they have. Yep. And I got my guide. I'm planning my trip to Kansas, and, and we love that. Well, Brad, we never have enough time with you. I love your enthusiasm. It sounds like you really love what you're doing. Um, if you want more information on places to hunt or places to fish in Kansas, whether by boat or by foot, go to ksoutdoors.com. Get that magazine. I'm going to do that uh, today. In fact, my birthday's Monday. Be a good uh, present for you. Darling, are you listening this morning? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, get that Wildlife and Parks magazine. Six magazines for $14. That's, that's, that's cheap. Cheap, yeah. cheap. Yeah. All right, well, Brad, thank you. Yeah, you are the best. You're the best. Last week or a couple weeks back, we couldn't talk to you because it had the phone, but today it worked great. Yeah, so, you sound great. like a main bucks, and I, yeah. I can tell your enthusiasm, and they got the right guy for the right job. Yeah, absolutely, there. they do. All yeah. right. Well, well good, good luck with the Sauger. Good luck with the Sauger yep. and the Walleye Collection. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting to go All with right, those thanks. guys? Yeah. Sorry, Brad. I'd like to go with those guys. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Come, Come, on, out. Come, on, Come out. on out. Come on out. Where are you going to, Perry? We'll be a pair, yep. Huh, that sounds like a plan, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll do yeah, that. Come on out. Yeah. You'll learn fun. a lot. These are the sm- smartest guys around when you talk to our biologists. You learn a lot. I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank All you, right, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for getting up and being with us. Yeah. Uh, Love talking uh, to you. Before we get off here, I've got the, our, our sponsor, Surag, and they're based out of Osborne, Savannah, Four City, and Plattsburgh, Missouri. A few farmers out here, which we have a ton of farmers listening. This is the nervous time of year. You're going to spend a lot of money real, real quick, so you better make it count. You're going to put on your anhydrous or get ready for your weed control and be planting corn here. I talked to a guy the other day. He's going to plant corn like Monday. What? Yeah, that's what he well, told that me. Seems yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, he, he's kind of a <laughs> strange human, as we say. He's been on the rings of Saturn several times. Oh, okay. Well, this that, that explains yeah. a little. Yeah. yeah. So, But anyway, he's, uh, he's looking for the ground temperature, and when it gets 47, I think he's going to. Adios, this seed will take it anymore. You know, they'll just well, wait that, there until it gets right. That'll be coming pretty quick. It ain't too far away. It looks right. to me like on the deal. So if you're going to make every dollar, every acre pay, which every, you say every acre now, every inch, 
again, the professionals, the pros, the best. Savannah, Osborne, Four City, and Plattsburgh. Also, last Saturday, I had a gentleman call me. I had two people. One person was not very nice, Mark. Yeah, I know. You told me about that. Yeah, oh, it wasn't very nice. But anyway, that's okay. Uh, it's part of the business and the deal. But he was telling me about Reed Chevrolet. I didn't have to tell me anything about it. He said, yeah, I'm telling you. They were the nicest people I ever bought a, a vehicle from in his entire life. Hmm. He said, we laughed, we giggled, and he said, I got the deal of a lifetime. And he said, I'd been to two other dealers. Yeah, well, <laughs> and that's not unusual. Yeah, they're just it, good people. It's just so different. And we say the the salesmen are non-commissioned. Mm. But you don't don't know what that means until so you go down and talk to them. Yeah. There's no pressure on you whatsoever. Yeah. And that makes that's all of the difference in the world. Newer used, they got a great selection. Got oh, they got some pretty Silverados. Mm-hmm. I stopped at the red light there at the corner the other day, and it went green. And I still sat there, looked at him. The guy <laughs> coming behind me made an obscene gesture and honked. <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, well, look, 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 look at that pretty truck Can't over there. What's the matter with yeah. you?" <laughs> Reed Chevrolet. They're the finest humans I've ever been around. So what the hey? Are you going fishing day? I am not. Uh, birthday what? weekend. I'm doing a crawfish boil this afternoon. That'll work. It's so much. Have you ever done that? No. Louisiana Crawfish Company, they ship them up to you, and they're alive. Oh, my. The, you know, you should cook them the day you get them, but uh, they don't deliver on the weekend. So you got to get them on Friday and try to keep them alive through the night and, uh, you know, cook corn and sausage and new potatoes with them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it, better it is. Oh, it's so good. And we do a lot of shrimp with it. It's a lot of fun. Well, happy birthday to you. Well, thank you. You're just hitting your stride. Will you be 21? You better buy beer legal? I will be legal, yeah. yeah buy beer. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you throw away that fake ID. <laughs> Finally. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I didn't think you'd make it this far. <laughs> I questioned myself this year. <laughs> Well, you kind of well. Never mind. I you got strange color to you this morning, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sunburned. That's just high blood pressure, I imagine, <laughs> or stress. Yeah, right. Your marriage, you know. Oh, yeah. I got a good marriage joke, and I can't tell it on the air here. Oh well. I tell you what. <laughs> that wraps it up for this edition of the Midwest Outdoors. We got to go for this week. The next time we see you, I hope we see you in a great outdoors. Y'all have a great week. So long, everybody.